Hello, this is Open Ended, a podcast where truly no topics are off limits, and I'm your host, Callie Wiesner. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Also, I would like to put a straight a slight trigger warning on this week's episode. Um, I will be talking about depression and if you're in struggles with your mental health. However, I will not be going into self-harm or suicide in this week's episode. Okay, keep listening. Hello, hello. I am so happy to be back. I know I took a really long hiatus from the podcast. I mostly did that because I had been busy for the last couple weeks, but now I'm finally ready to get back into it, be pumping out consistent episodes for you guys. So I'm really excited for that. Um, Yeah, I'm really excited for this week's episode. I think it'll be really interesting and it will go a little bit deeper than typical episodes, but um, I'm just excited for this week's episode. As I said earlier, if this episode is pretty much mainly going to be about depression, um, so if that triggers you, please don't keep listening. Um, so yeah, if you're new to the podcast, hi, I'm Callie. Thanks for listening. And if you're not new, thanks for coming back. I'm so happy to have you all here. It's just such a joy to make these episodes for you guys. Anyway, um, as I said earlier, this week's episode is going to be about depression, specifically my um, experience with depression and kind of how I've dealt with that and things like that. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Um, so for me, I've kind of especially struggled with my mental health for the last probably three or four years. Um, I've struggled with anxiety before health anxiety, um, depression sometimes too, but I truly believe, and I like to say this too, Um, there's a difference between just experiencing those emotions and having those feelings, um, and being clinically anxious or depressed. Um, I truly believe anybody can have those issues. They just don't have to be formally, um, um, diagnosed. Um, and of course that may be controversial, but that's just what I believe, um, Because I know we all feel those feelings of being anxious or depressed sometimes, but for a lot of us, it's not chronic. Um, For me, at least, it hasn't been super chronic. It's been somewhat manageable, which is always good. Um, I find that it's a lot easier to deal with anxiety and kind of winding down than depression winding up. Um, Yeah, for me, it's just sometimes it's the experience of it's really hard to get out of bed in the morning or sometimes out of bed in the morning, I should say. And sometimes it's, it's the middle of the day, you get slumped, you have like a, you feel slumped a little bit. Um, yeah, for me, depression has always been difficult. It is something that has been really hard to deal with. Um, I'm not trying to like pity myself and like victimize myself, but yeah, I definitely am know what it feels like when people say, Hey, I've been depressed. I'm not necessarily feeling good. Um, I just think that sometimes it's super hard because you don't always feel like or know exactly what you're struggling with, especially with depression, because it's so, it can show up in a lot of different ways. Um, For me, though, it has always kind of been just a lack of motivation and just like heavy procrastination, not necessarily 
how anxiety is like, oh, I need to get everything done. It's I'm unmotivated and I procrastinate because I don't want to do it. Um, yeah, and I and and what a lot of people also like don't necessarily know about depression, or at least this is what I've experienced is that depression a lot of the time. Um, it helps with your self-confidence and how you kind of feel about yourself because you ultimately don't feel productive and like you're doing anything. You just feel like you're sitting there like wasting away the day or days, plural. Um, so yeah, it's just, it is sometimes, it's so tricky and I know I say this a lot, but it's so tricky to deal with depression because it can be so, you can hide it so easily from other people that you are depressed. I mean, sometimes it would be like, hey, like, are you doing okay? Like, is everything okay? And you can just say, oh, I'm tired. Or, oh, I'm just, this has happened, but I'm doing okay. Like, people don't know, you can say something and feel, people will believe you. But really, you're just feeling a little bit depressed. Um, so, yeah, I guess it's just, I'm, I want to just say, like, you're not alone if you have depression. I know this is, this is said very frequently, especially now, is that. You're not alone if you're feeling depressed. You will get out of it. There is light at the end of the tunnel, especially for those that are clinically depressed. If you just have experienced bouts of depression before, which I I know everybody has, but for some people it's super, super strong and they legitimately have mental illness. Um, But I know, but I wanted to say like, it's okay if you've never struggled with depression either because that allows you to kind of go through life not having that kind of barricade on you and I think that that's really awesome um I know especially now we tend to glamorize mental illness and and on all of those things really heavily um so I guess I kind of just want to say like it's okay if you don't have depression like you won't be more cooler or fit in more if you don't have depression um if not if to be honest with you it makes you a stronger person for it um if you don't have it, because sometimes depression can make you, um, worse off for a little bit, but then you get, you bounce back, you get your quote unquote mojo back, which I think is super cool. Um, and kind of, you go through all the journey, but you skip all that if you don't have it, which I think is really cool too. It's the point that I'm trying to make is everybody else has their own journey. And just because somebody else is feeling a certain way doesn't mean that you have to. Um, yeah, I also, yeah, that's basically what I kind of wanted to say there. Um, and I know for a lot of people as well, their depression isn't necessarily in their, from something that happened like in their brain. They've kind of always, not that they kind of have always had it, but it can be from a certain medication. I know certain medications can make you feel depressed. Like the birth control pill can definitely make you feel depressed. Um, I know people that have had experiences with that, and honestly, the birth control pills, it's very effective, and it's very cheap, and it's a good form of birth control, but there are caveats to it, so I think finding your own little your place for it um, is really good, um, and I know there are also certain medications I don't, they're slipping my mind at the moment, but it doesn't necessarily have to be, it's not necessarily because of your brain. It's because of the medication that that's a side effect of it. And I do not like medications that are like that. Um, that's always just like a really bad side effect that I personally am like. You're making people feel sick in their minds, but they're doing it for their physical health, if that makes sense. Um, 
So yeah, a lot of the times too, can you can get depressed from trauma. I know a lot of people have experienced that before. I've experienced that before. Um, yeah, I think especially now we're going through almost like an epidemic of so many people have depression, but it's kind of, it's very difficult to see kind of which people are glamorizing it and quote unquote or which people are kind of glamorizing it and making it be like, okay, it's this wonderful thing and it's, oh my gosh, it's amazing, which it's not. It honestly sucks. Or they genuinely have it and they are depressed and they're feeling it and they're just like, ugh, I need to get out of it, but I don't know how. That type of situation. And I guess something I want to say to those people who typically glamorize it, and I'm not trying to call people out here, but I think that you should maybe rethink not and rethink that and maybe not glamorize it. And this is coming from someone, me obviously, who has experienced depression before or has been depressed before. Um, and I think that in order to truly make change in the mental health world, we need to stop glamorizing it and realize that it's an issue and start treating people for it. Because if we have a whole generation of people that are massively depressed, I think we'll have issues later massive issues later actually and this is of course one of the many issues that our world is facing today but I think then we need to stop glamorizing especially depression and mental illness because ultimately it affects so many people and in order to to stop it from affecting so many people we need to be able to give proper treatment for people to be able to cope with it better and so they can go on that path to recovery and adding on to that Recovery doesn't mean that you're completely cured of your mental illness. It just means you know how to better cope with it and it's not as intense. So whether that's medication or intensive therapy or just therapy in general um, or rehabilitation, I think anything is helpful. Um, I think that is one of the steps in truly helping people um, kind of recover from their mental illness and be able to better cope with it. Um And to that, I think we need to, as a society, we need to say, okay, this is how you can recover because it's not exact because your mental well-being is just more as your physical well-being and they affect each other. So I truly believe that for your mind to be healthy, you need to be doing things that are physically healthy as well. So maybe that's not necessarily cutting out food groups, but being a little bit healthier or maybe like exercising a lot because a lot of the times too especially in America those aren't exactly things that we preach if you get picking up what I'm putting down we preach diet culture and all those things which aren't really going to give you help long term it's going to make you worse um so yeah I think truly we need to be more stable and we need we want to present stability and not having this yo-yo Um, especially with mental health, because we need to be able to to say to people, you know, you, you are, you can be stable and recovery is possible. Um, so I guess that's my two cents, but yeah, I think it's super, again, what I said before, depression, it's super difficult. It's super hard. And I think that people, the people that go through it and they come out on the other side and they're like, yeah, it still affects my life, but yeah, I know how to move on. Those people are warriors. And I think that those that like group of people just that if you could do that you could do anything like I mean because people forget like how much mental illness affects your brain and how it affects other aspects of your life with like your goals and accomplishments and your physical health and your spiritual health all those things 
people forget that. Um, and what I like to say is if your brain isn't working properly, nothing else is going to work properly, at least on some level. If maybe let's say you have acute anxiety, it may be like, okay, you do one thing that isn't necessarily good, but you know, you could, it's, it's, um, tolerable. Um, but yeah, that's, I guess what I kind of like to say is in order to truly be the best version of yourself, you need to be able to, okay, I need to be able to, um, be able to cope with what's happening in your mind. And I think that it's so much easier said than done, but like so much easier said than done. Like some people say, oh yeah, the trick to being the best version of yourself is, you know, just getting rid of your mental illness and being really healthy. Really? That is so much harder than you say it is. Like if you, if that's your advice, you are not good at giving advice. Like, I'm sorry. I know that sounds blunt, but like, it's true. If that's your piece of advice, that's a super vague and B, nobody's going to know what to do with that. They're going to be like, okay, what does that exactly mean? And at least for me, helping myself kind of not recover, but get better, at least mentally is just kind of figuring out, okay, what makes me feel a little bit better? And what can I do that continues those practices? So for a lot of people, I think it's, you know, like not being on their phone as much and not being on social media as much. That is a big one, I think, for a lot of people because it obviously it affects your self-esteem greatly. Um, and it doesn't always make you feel good. Um, you can, what I've personally done is I've tried to reframe what I think about social media and how I perceive it. And for me, that means, okay, it's literally just a place where people take photos just to show people what they've been doing. And while that may not be the truth, it helps me realize like, okay, I don't have to be so insecure about what I post because literally people like it and they move on. And maybe they'll do a comment if you're, if they're a close friend, maybe, but then they'll just move on. They're like, look, yeah, they look like they're having fun, blah, 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 send a comment, ha, fun. Now, there are some influencers who, influencers who make money off of social media and use it to show off their bodies, which is all fine and dandy. I personally don't look at that because it affects me. But I think that to truly, circling back to what I said, I think to truly help with your depression is to just be like, is to, is to kind of realize, okay, what makes me feel better? What makes me feel worse? Um, and whether that is scrolling on your phone too much or not getting outside and doing movement or figuring out, oh yeah, I can't be with this person because this person makes me feel depressed or kind of figuring out what triggers you basically. Um, that is really helpful. Also too, kind of in conjunction with that, figuring out, okay, what makes me feel good? So for a lot of people, that's reading, journaling, exercising more, eating a little bit better, not necessarily astronomically better to the point where you're eating really, really clean all the time because yeah, that's good, but it's not always sustainable. Um, I think figuring out, okay, what makes me feel better? What makes me feel less depressed? Because I think for a lot of people, what makes them feel anxious also makes them feel depressed. Um, So kind of finding that fine line between what makes me feel good and what makes me feel bad. And things aren't necessarily objectively good or bad. It can be, for some people, it can be, oh yeah, scrolling on Instagram, like seeing what my friends do and checking out on that makes me feel good. But for some people, it can also mean, oh, it actually makes me feel bad. It makes me compare myself. Or, you know, reading something makes me feel dumb and not smart because I don't know what it's saying. So that makes me feel depressed. Well, that that's okay. That's not your thing. But for other people, it can be like, oh my gosh, it's such a stress relief. Like, it does make me feel depressed. It's different for everybody is what I'm trying to say. Um, and it's really hard to try to distinguish, okay, 
what makes me feel good and what makes me feel bad because it, things aren't always black and white like that. Um, and that's personally what I've been trying to do it and figure out kind of the top three things that make me feel good and the top three things that make me feel bad. So for me at least, it has been for make me feel that makes me feel bad is going on my phone too much, not having number two, not having a somewhat strict routine, and three, um, not taking care of myself. Those all make me feel worse. And not taking care of myself can be I don't eat the best or I don't um, go outside or I don't do any self-care. Those things typically make me feel depressed. Um, and what makes me feel better is just being okay, like journaling and reading, because I typically do that con- in conjunction with each other, reading and writing. Two is actually doing self-care. You can do opposites. Like one can be like, oh, I don't make what makes me feel bad is not going outside. And then what makes me feel good is going outside. Um, that's kind of, you can, it can be flexible. Um, and then two is what I said before is doing more self, doing self-care. That always makes me feel good. So whether that's like putting on a face mask or like going outside and taking a walk or any of those type of things are really helpful. Um, and then three is actually making sure that I am not, um, neglecting myself, if that makes sense. It's different from not taking care of myself, but because taking care of yourself is really anything, but what makes me feel better is like checking in with myself, being like, okay, what can I do now that'll make me feel better later? I'm really working on kind of not necessarily self-esteem work, but self-love work and at least self-neutrality. I think that is super powerful because the way you see yourself does make me feel better, make you feel better in your confidence you are and how you feel about yourself so just keep that in mind um but yeah I just think if you're doing at least something to make yourself feel better and you're not doing less of at least one thing that doesn't make you feel good then you're golden as long as you're doing something like that's at least my philosophy for a lot of things in life is as long as you're doing something you're gen you're generally going to be okay you don't need to you do need to basically do what you're comfortable with. If for, for you that's being doing the most and doing things, being really regimented, that's perfectly fine. Um, but if for you it's maybe not doing the most and doing what you're comfortable with, like maybe in that middle or lower range, that's perfectly fine too. It's kind of figuring out, okay, what level do I need to be at in order to improve? And what level do I need to be at in order to like, help my depression not be as pronounced? And I know throughout this whole episode, I've basically been giving, like, throwing advice at whoever's listening, um, and, like, saying, like, yeah, I'm basically asserting my authority and stuff like that, but I'm truly going through this probably at the same rate as a lot of people are, because I think for a lot of people, we're, um, you're figuring out, okay, how do I make my depression not as pronounced, or how do I make it not as impactful on my life and I think that for a lot of it is thinking about okay what do I need to do and then taking action um so yeah and I know I've I said this earlier but depression it really is it's a bummer and it sucks when you see people glamorizing it because it does because it sucks so much like I would not wish depression on my own worst enemy trust me um and it's, even when you're not, like, not typically, like, suicidal or anything like that, it can be still really, really hard because you feel unmotivated to do something. You don't want to do things. You kind of just are sitting in this pattern and you're just sad. 
and you're kind of just like, I, I just feel sad and I don't know why and I can't explain it. And then later, it's a vicious cycle. Keep feeling sad because you're feeling sad and you don't feel productive and it's almost like loathing a little bit where you're just like in this pattern and you're like, why am I feeling this way? Um, and you just can't figure out. I know for a lot of people, they can get like aches and pains or they can get headaches or they can just feel physically ill. Um, I know for me, I sometimes tend to have a little bit of headaches and I think that mental health, it definitely um, materializes in certain physical aspects of your body, whether it's aches and pains or headaches or maybe even like your physical, how you complete tasks isn't as good. Um, But yeah, I think that depression sometimes, it isn't just this thing that is so easy to get rid of and cure because we see it in the media all the time where this person gets depression from something they're going through and they get, and it's, they get cured and they're fine at the end of the movie or the show or what have you. But that's not realistic. What is realistic is, yeah, you get better, but you still have to live with it. And yeah, you might have worse times in your life where you're still dealing with it. It's just, this is also coming from someone who has somewhat gone through it too. I didn't, I definitely haven't had like a super extreme situation with it, but yeah, I've experienced it a little bit. Um, And I think the way that the media portrays mental illness and especially depression just isn't realistic. Um, I know we've seen like shows like 13 Reasons Why that tends to glamorize it a little bit and even Perks of Being a Wallflower glamorize a little bit that movie though is a little bit different um I think it portrays it somewhat realistically um because you do have ups and downs and I think the main character Charlie I believe that's his name yeah he has the ups and downs um with his depression and yeah it's totally true you will have those ups and downs but you won't have you won't be cured of it because at least from what I, my experience is, you can't be cured from it. You just kind of have to figure out better ways to cope with it and um, kind of not fix yourself, but find better ways to make it more manageable and you can be more tolerant towards it. Um, but yeah, it, the moral of the story is, is that depression, it's tricky because it can either be made to be a positive thing, which I think is good for a lot of people that go with it doesn't demonize it as much but you know that can also be bad we don't want to glamorize it but it can also be this super negative thing that it's just terrible like and almost people are ashamed of having it because they feel like oh I'm the only one struggling with this it makes me feel bad it makes me feel like an outcast like why am I different from everybody else um and I think that yeah it's a negative thing and sometimes it can, it should be shown as a negative thing, but also if it's too negative, it will push people away from being in recovery. So like a lot of things in life, it's not black and white, it's very gray and in the middle and you kind of need to meet in the middle of those two extremes and be like, okay, the way that people are going to get better is by seeing, it's not a negative or positive thing, it's more just something that happens to you that you need to find proper skills to at least be able to tolerate it better and so it's not as impactful um, in your life. And again, it's so much easier said than done, 
believe me, I have days when I, you know, I don't want to record the podcast. I mean, I'm not feeling great and I just don't want to. Um, and I'm just super like down in the dumps. I'm sad and I don't, I can't figure out why. Um, and I just sit there and I'm like, why? I honestly just ask myself like, why? Um, but then there are other days when I'm doing really good. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be a great day. Or I'm having a great day so far. I'm doing things. I'm doing good. I'm, I don't feel super depressed today, which is good. I don't feel like I'm not going to have any situations where I just get really sad and I zone out and I, someone's called, that's someone's called, I believe, disassociating. But anyway, there are good days and bad days to depression is basically what I'm saying. Like it doesn't take a day off, but at the same time, there's days when they're being, they're going to be astronomically better. Um, than you think it's going to be. Also, I want to say this. Depression, it comes on, and I truly believe that there is a part of your life where you, where you are typically not depressed, and then there's a part of the life which is the rest of your life when you are. Um, I truly believe that it sticks with you and that you cannot be cured, but it's something that comes on. Um, and unless you take medication or something like that, that completely obliterates it and makes you feel better like an antidepressant or something like that. Those have shown to be incredibly effective. Um, but personally, I think for a lot of people, they don't want to go on antidepressants because it's manageable. And I think that that's a really powerful thing. I'm definitely not like anti-medication at all. Um, but I think it's really powerful when you people try to gauge where they're at like if you if you take antidepressants good for you like that's an amazing thing you're actively working to improve your depression and make it more tolerable and if you're not having medication if you're not taking medication just because you feel like it's manageable then that's a great thing too there isn't one way to treat your depression because it's so different for everyone um because honestly it affects so many people and there can be so many different ways that it shows up in so many different combinations. It's the same with anxiety, too. It comes up in a lot of different ways. Some people, they hyperventilate or they get really jittery or they feel like, like their skin is crawling or like they can't breathe. Um, that's really common with anxiety. But those common symptoms show up differently in, every, in everybody. Um, and I think that's also one of the reasons why depression is really hard to find solutions to because it's different. It's individualized, um, but again, so is treatment as well, so that makes it a lot better. Um, so yeah, I know I totally yammered on for a lot of the podcast today, but I feel like that was a good introduction or a little bit about depression. Um, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I definitely did. I will definitely, I will also put more episodes out. Um, probably talking to friends or other people about depression in future episodes. So be on the lookout for that. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. I definitely thought it was a good one. So with that said, thank you for listening to this week's episode. I appreciate it so, so much. I'm just so glad that people even listen to this podcast. You have no idea. Um, but yes, I hope you come back to listen to next week's episode. And if you need to contact me or about anything about the podcast I have an Instagram it's at open-ended-pod all lowercase no dots or dashes or spaces all right I'll see you guys next week okay bye-bye